song number 66. Good evening. <clears throat> when James asked me to have devotions, 
He said to keep it short. He told me, you heard him say a short devotional. He said the singing groups could sing longer, so I'll try to honor his wishes. So I tried to think of a short devotional that would have something to do with this evening that wasn't reading a psalm or talking about singing. And so I was left with quartets or four people. Most of the times when I think of people in the Bible or groups, I tend to think of like the 12 spies or the 12 apostles or Joseph and his 11 brothers. So I, I used Google for some of my information. And you know, there's some Old Testament family groups that talks about four people. There are some types of four. It's an important number in the Bible. But So eventually I wound up with a group that started out with four young men and it got down to three at one point in the story. And then it got back up to four. And then I got interested in the miracles, so I'd like to talk a little bit about them. And it the lives of these young men demonstrated a tremendous amount of faith and trust in God. So if you're trying to guess, I'm talking about the four young men in the book of Daniel. They were, uh, when they came, the four of them were Daniel and Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They were given new names that were, uh, I guess, Daniel was Belteshazzar. And they were very important in the king's affairs. They were very smart. It says they were wiser, ten times wiser, and had more understanding than anyone else in the kingdom and all the magicians and enchanters in the whole kingdom. King Nebuchadnezzar, he built an image of gold, tall, 90 feet high and 9 feet wide, and he set it up, and he wanted people to worship it. They were commanded to worship it. When they played music, they were supposed to fall down and worship it. And it says the penalty in verse 6 of chapter 3, whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. That's out of the NIV. So there were some people that ratted on these fellows for not bowing down. They came and told and denounced the Jews and said, you said this is going to happen, now you've got to take care of these guys. And they were important to the king. They were, they were some of the smartest people, the administrators in his kingdom. So he gave them a little chance to back up. He said... Verses 14 and 15, he said, is it true? Yeah, he gave him an opportunity to, to say, yes, it's true or not. And he said, I'm going to blow the trumpets again, and you have a chance to bow down. And he says, the king says, then what God with a small g will be able to rescue you from my hand? And then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. They used the big G for God. Their God was mighty. They had absolute trust. Even if there was no physical deliverance, uh, they didn't matter. They still weren't going to serve. So the result of that was they're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And he was furious. It says his attitude toward him changed. I'm assuming up to that point, he wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. He wanted to, to let, let them see if they were willing to back up. So a little bit of background, possibly on the furnace. Once again, I used Google. And some fella had done some research and said Nebuchadnezzar had built a lot of buildings. And it's estimated during his time that he had around 15 million bricks made. So he would have had a lot of large brick kilns. And the technology of the time, he says, they probably could have reached a temperature of 1,832 degrees Fahrenheit to, to uh, 
fire these bricks. And for what it's worth, brass melts around 1,700 degrees, aluminum around 1,200, and silver around 1,800, 1,760 degrees. So the fire was hot enough to melt metal. And he commanded it to be seven times hotter, which if you take that literally would have been 12,824 degrees, which is 3,000 degrees hotter than the surface of the sun, so I'm guessing that's probably not right. Most likely it meant seven times the amount of fuel or perhaps fanned it seven times stronger with the bellows pumping air in. And it made it so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took them up and these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. So it was three men up to this point, and the king leapt to his feet and said, Weren't there three men we tied up and threw in the fire? Certainly, O king. He said, Look, I see four, man, four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. And then he approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, and here he used the big G. Come out, come here. So they came out, and they crowded around them. And they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was the hair of their heads singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. So, um, remember the oven could have been 1,832 degrees, hot enough to melt metal. So, I don't know if you've been around a campfire, but whenever I'm around a campfire, the uh, smoke comes towards me, so... <clears throat> then when I walk around other people, they say you smell like smoke. Just being around a small campfire and walking through the smoke, you smell like smoke. It said there was no smell of smoke on them. They survived the smoke. Uh, according to the U.S. Fire Administration, smoke is more poisonous and kills more people in home fires than flames. There's carbon monoxide, lack of oxygen, and toxic substances. They were unharmed from the heat. Pork and beef were considered well done at 150 degrees and uh, they weren't. The ropes were burnt off. So I'm not sure what kind of rope they had back then, but I, I know that hemp's been around for a long time. So I looked up at what temperature hemp rope would burn and what little I could find was probably around 300 to 500 degrees. That's hot as your oven. Their hair was not singed. Human hair burns at the same temperature as paper, 451 degrees. Their clothes were not scorched. Linen, I'm not really sure what they were wearing, but linen burns at 460, and wool at 1,058, so it was hot enough to burn whatever clothes they had on. They walked around in the fire. That's amazing. If it had been me, I'd have been running for the door or opening, trying to get out, but they didn't. It says they walked around in the fire. The fourth man looked like a son of the gods, and Nebuchadnezzar referred to him as a, uh, later on, he said, as uh, who, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. So with all the unrest and unbelief in our world today, uh, it's war in other countries. They're forcing people to serve in the military that don't want to serve. In our country today, you can speak the truth about sin, and that can be considered hate or hate crime. So how would we stand up if we have to stand up in front of the king? Would we have the strength to say what they did, no matter what, we're going to serve God. It doesn't matter if you throw us in the furnace or whatever you do. <clears throat> the king, uh, I, it makes me wonder, will people save us what the king said of them in the second part of uh, verse 28? 
They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own God. So will I or we be that strong if trouble comes? Uh, let's stand for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for allowing us and giving us safety and coming here to worship together uh, in song, hear from your word. Thanks for everyone that came out this evening. Thanks for the group that are willing to lead out in song, uh, in worship. Help us in the coming week and days to come to be witnesses of your power in our lives that we could draw others to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
is wonderful, yet it is true that he is mine. Jesus left heaven, my Savior, to be, and he is mine. I am not worth all he suffered for me, but he May I hear thee 
say to me, Fear not, I will pilot thee. Kneel at the cross, Christ will meet you there. Come while he waits for you. Listen to his voice, leave with him your care, and begin life anew. Kneel at the cross, kneel at the cross, leave every care, kneel at the cross, kneel at the cross, Jesus will meet you there. Kneel at the cross, there is room for all who would his glory share. Bliss there awaits, harm can ne'er befall those who are anchored sparkling cup, trust only in his love. Kneel at the cross, at the cross. at the cross. Leave every care, every care. Kneel at the cross, at the cross. Jesus will meet you. Weston got this group together, so I didn't pick out the songs. Um, but this next song I've been hearing on my Spotify station and wanting to sing it, so ended up being a great opportunity. The thing is, one thing I ask is to see you. And I want to see God in the day-to-day -day things, not just some great, big, glorious thing, but in my everyday, mundane life. I want to see you. Because he is there, but we've got to look. See 
traveling through this world of woe, yet there's no sickness, toil, or danger in that bright world to which I go. I'm going there to see my Father. I'm going there no more to roam. I'm only going over Jordan. I'm only going over home. I know dark clouds will gather round me. I know my way is rough and steep, but golden fields lie out before me, where God's redeemed shall ever sleep. Going there to see my mother, she said she'd meet me when I come. I'm only going over Jordan. I'm only going over home. I'll soon be free from every trial. My body sleep in the churchyard. I'll drop the cross of self-denial, enter on my great reward. I'm going there to see my Savior, to sing His praise forevermore. I'm only going over Jordan. I'm only going over home. Rescue the souls of men 
Oh, you've rescued the souls of men. Counselor, comforter, keeper, spirit we long to embrace. You offer hope when our hearts have hopelessly lost the way. Oh, we've hopelessly lost the always hunger for. Almighty Infinite Father, faithfully loving your own, here in our weakness you find us falling before your throne. always hunger for, oh, our hearts always hunger for. You are the one that we praise, you are the one we adore, you are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace, our hearts always hunger for, oh, our hearts always tabernacle of God is with men. He shall dwell within them and they shall be his people and almighty God will be with them. Ooh. He shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be sorrow nor crying and no more pain the former things are all passed away he that sat upon the throne said behold I make all things new he said unto me write these words for they are faithful and true and it is done it is done it is done it is done, it is done. It is done.
and Omega, the beginning and the end. The Son of God, the King of kings, He's Lord of lords, He's everything, Messiah, Jehovah, the Prince of Peace is He. The Son of Man, Seed of Abraham, second person in the Trinity, He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The Son of God, the King of kings, He's Lord of lords, He's everything, Messiah, Jehovah, the Prince of Peace is He. The Son of Man, Seed of Abraham, second person in the Trinity, he is the Alpha and Omega, the Son of God, the King of Kings. He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, Son of God, King of Kings. He's Lord over Crucified. 
roasted in a barren land of sin and shame, and nothing satisfying there I found. But to the blessed cross of Christ one day I came, where streams of living water did abound. Drinking at the springs of living water, happy now and by my soul is satisfied. I'm drinking at the springs of living water, oh wonderful and bountiful supply. Oh sinner, won't you come today to Calvary? A fountain there is flowing deep and wide. The Savior now invites you to the water free, where thirsting spirits can be satisfied. Drinking at the springs of living water. I'm drinking at the springs of living, living water, wonderful and bountiful supply. Will you come to the fountain free? Will you come? Will you come? Tis for you and me. Thirsty soul, thirsty soul, hear the welcome call. Tis a fountain open for all. Will you come to the fountain free? Will you come? Will you come? Tis for you and me. Thirsty soul, thirsty soul, hear the welcome call. Tis a fountain open for all. Yes, it's a fountain open for all, open for all.
sunsets lie behind the mountain Too many rivers my feet have walked through Too many treasures awaiting over yonder There's too much to gain to And there's too much to gain